I'm your host, Don Kennedy, and welcome to Mondays with Mo. Our podcast is about the University of Central Missouri, admissions, and all things UCM. My guest today is Ken Schuler, the Director of Student Success at UCM. Hello, Ken, and welcome to our show. Hello, Don, and I'm glad to be here. Um, today, we're talking with Ken about the open option program offered at UCM. So, Ken, uh, tell us a little bit, how does an incoming student determine if they're an open option student? Well, Don, uh, open option is a positive term that says what we're going to do is keep their options open while they're trying to make a decision on what their ultimate program would be. Uh, we know, uh, and this, these are national uh, statistics, we know that uh, most college freshmen um, are undecided at some level or, or the other. Uh, particularly, um, it's about 18% of college freshmen who will admit, I don't know. Uh, there's a number real close to that, right around 21% who say, this is what I'm going to study and, uh, and declare a major prior to day one and stick with that major all the way through uh, and start a career in that major. But then that leaves a number that's uh, a little over 60% of the students uh, who declare a major and then they change their mind and then they change their mind and then they change, I mean, it's, honestly, it's a, a four is a, right now the current average. Um, and so what the open option program is really designed to do is if you're not 100% sure, is to help a student figure out methodically what that is so that they're not um, you know, um, getting into a, a class schedule for a semester, thinking they're, they're gonna do something, um, end up taking classes that don't count when they change their major in uh, November for the spring semester. Um, and then uh, at some point uh, there's a, a limit on electives and so all of a sudden you start changing that four times, once a semester, four semesters. That student's been in college for two years and still and now just starting to figure out why are they there and and at that point they will have earned credits that no longer count moving them forward now it doesn't mean that uh, it doesn't uh, it, you know help them grow as an individual but let's face it uh, with the price of college uh, as is we want students and our very much our goal is to get in get out and get on with their life and so um, we don't want them taking classes just for expensive mind-broadening experiences, right? So we want them to get into the classes that actually move them forward from day one. And the open option program is designed to do that. So what we do is we kind of evaluate uh, what classes they could take. Uh, and, and as for the most part, these are freshmen coming into college. So we evaluate what classes they could take uh, probably in the general education program uh, that uh, count for all of the 150 plus majors that we have here at UCM so that if they uh, by the end of the semester they make a choice they're not going oh those two classes didn't count their electives or what have you and, and that's really the ultimate goal is is to get them in a class schedule that uh, keeps their options open progresses them towards graduation well, then we can take that time to methodically step back, figure out, uh, you know, all right, what is a good fit for that person? Um, and that's, a, that's really a multi-angle approach. Ken, so in addition to uh, the general education courses, 
Are there particular courses that are involved with the open option program? Yeah, actually there's only two in the entire program. And, and I say that because um, while I think uh, very highly of this program, nobody graduates with this program, so it's not mm -hmm. a long drawn out. We want to, again, get in and, and, and get uh, to a methodical approach to uh, selecting this. And, and, and perhaps the, the best way to think of the, the classes is one is we are a kind of a pseudo college while they're trying to figure it out because we're not in one of the four colleges here. So we want them to um, transition into the university. We want to enjoy, uh, them to enjoy the college experience, but also um, figure out how everything works UCM style and not miss a beat because they weren't in a college during their first semester. That's <clears throat> called University Foundations, uh, and it's specifically uh, uh, one, uh, ones that are selected for open option students because we link them together then with an exploring majors class so that they also um, get to know a cohort of students who are kind of in the same boat. They don't feel like um, they're the only one out there. Um, quite honestly, if you uh, look at all of our residence halls, and we do have a first year residence uh, requirement here, um, all the floors that have first year students on it, uh, the average is there's about seven or eight uh, open option students per floor because we are one of the largest incoming freshman majors uh, at UCM and have been since 2006. Um, and so um, that, the Exploring Majors class, we look at, uh, that's where we look at the methodical way of how do I help a student make a decision. So all of the instructors of the Exploring Majors, it's uh, University uh, 1410, um, they're credentialed career counselors. Um, so uh, they're success advisors with uh, uh, professional uh, credentialing and career counseling, and we're going to work our way through, um, I always say it's, it's like the, the pieces of a puzzle, right? We're complex beings, and you can't just pick the shiny object, right? We have to look at what fits all of us. And so I always say, if you are a thousand piece uh, puzzle, and you put all thousand pieces into a bag and pull one out, I don't care, uh, you know, how shiny that piece is, uh, and think about any experience you have in making a puzzle, yeah, you can stare at that piece, colors, shapes, sizes, nuances, nodules, whatever, you're not gonna know what the real picture is until you get more pieces out and then you start putting those together. And that's really where we find uh, a lot of students, they'll, they'll have, uh, pick a major because, well, it seemed like the most interesting thing to do. Uh, Mom and dad thought that's a great idea. Those are probably the two biggest things we hear. Um, and they set off going in that particular direction. But interest by itself means very little because, I mean, interest is a valid question, but interest doesn't uh, address my skill or ability or the potential to gain skill or ability. It has nothing to do with my personality type and who I might get along with in a typical workplace. It has nothing to do with what motivates me. It has nothing to do with my value system necessarily. They, inter they tie into each other, again, pieces of a puzzle, but by itself, it, it's very, very little. So um, we look at this class as a way to help a student discover each of these large pieces and how do they fit together with each other. And, and then ultimately, we build the, the puzzle one piece at a time. So while you can't tell, and I always say you can't tell by uh, what the picture of a puzzle is with the first piece, 
um, you always can tell before you get to the last piece. And so really, that's the, that's the methodology here. We're going to add in a piece, see how it fits with the others in the, in the bigger picture, and we keep adding a piece until you're, uh, the, you, uh, the student, is absolutely confident and ready to make a decision based on all of the pieces not any one of them. Um, and typically, um, so again, one of the largest uh, uh, majors coming into UCM, uh, most students uh, pick their major during that first semester. Um, there is um, a, a huge learning curve uh, to college that, I'll, uh, that I always like to tell our students, and, and that is uh, in the last three weeks of a semester, if you've not been prepared, um, you're going to find that there is a, pro a paper project presentation exam all coming at them so we try to take the pressure off at that point if either you have made a decision um, and, and it's great and if you haven't we back off and say finish strong then we'll pick up where we left off so beyond the class we continue to work with them because uh, in, in the Success Advising Center, I mean, that's, that's what we do. We work with students in whatever their biggest need is to move them along in, in, in their, their definition of success. Um, and so that, we just continue on. And so typically, if you look at our stats, uh, we're about 60% of the, of the students in the program um, by the uh, mid-November have selected a major. Uh, but 90% by January. So there's that end of semester. And then we do distance counseling. They go, you know, students go home at the end of the semester. We start figuring out how do we set up a job shuttle or an informational interview or something along the line uh, in December. And then they come, and of course, they have all the conversations at home too, right? So, right. so uh, Uncle Bob and Aunt Sue, and they all have their input. They come back and we debrief that and they debrief maybe a job shadow experience and they're making their selections as we start this second semester. Uh, that's real generic, but it's uh, typically how it goes. Okay. It's easy to apply to the services that the program provides. So uh, uh, we left off in the last segment just uh, talking about uh, job shadows um, and, and informational interviews, and so that's certainly a part of this. Uh, I mentioned earlier also about assessing interest, personality, aptitude, values, motivations, and, and that's a part of this. So what uh, I didn't really talk about there is uh, it's a very personalized approach. So while we might be in the class and we might do an uh, exercise or assessment or an activity as a group, which does bond those students together um, for sure, but then part of the uh, actual syllabus is, okay, one-on-one, -on -one, you're now going to meet with your career counselor to talk about how did that exploration activity or assessment or what have you, how does that fit into your uh, exploration? How does that fit into who you are and what the right fit, at, uh, whether that's an academic program or a career choice? Because we kind of take both those angles. I, I, I look at... Uh, uh, you know, kind of that uh, just beyond graduation. What's this picture look like, right? I don't, uh, I don't know, nor does anybody else have a crystal ball, and I can't tell you what everybody's going to do 20 years from now. This isn't about what am I going to do with the rest of my life, although people talk like that, right? Uh, ours is, what does it look like just beyond graduation? 
developing a clear vision of what that looks like, and then we develop a plan to get there. Sometimes uh, I mean, they pick something and are going like, okay, then there's just one major, right? But that's not nearly as often the case as, um, as all right, there's about seven ways, uh, typical ways to get to there, and, and others if you want, right? It's kind of like uh, punching in an, a, a new address in your Google Maps, and you go, okay, it's offering all kinds of options. I pick the one that's best for me, and and, and, and that's how kind of we go about helping the student pick that program. But it's very much one-on-one -on -one, you know, in, uh, in a counseling session, a career counseling session, uh, to figure out who they are, what are these assessments saying, what, is, what are the other things they're bringing into the, the picture, so input from mom, dad, other people who they've placed a lot of um, faith and interest in. Uh, we all have, you know, anybody who's close to a student has the same interest. We always want that student to succeed and be happy and be successful, right? That's, that's it. So uh, we try to partner from those directions um, and, and ultimately come up with a decision. So the services, it, it's really about the assessments or the uh, setting up the informational interviews. And by the way, there's never a shortage there. I, uh, I've been doing this for 20 years, so I have, a, I have I personally have almost 4,000 students out there as professionals now, but uh, I'm also very closely connected to the Career Services Center. Uh, they have thousands of employers that recruit our students on an active basis across all of our majors. Um, I also work very closely with the Alumni Center, and so we have a huge alumni base, uh, all wanting to give back in a particular way. So at any point, a student says, uh, hey, I'm kind of thinking about this. I want them to go experience it because no matter how much you think you know about something, right? We've all been in a job going, oh, I didn't know you had to do that, right? I want them to find out what those things are, right? What are you passionate about? But what else are you gonna have to do uh, in that particular setting so that you understand when you get into, if this is what I wanna do, here's what I call the, the acceptable other stuff, right? You have to know what that, that is. And so we walk uh, kind of alongside the student. We don't make the decision for them. Um, we just facilitate the process. That's awesome. Um, Ken, what are some of the benefits of the open option program? You know what, and I mentioned this almost on the onset, is we truly, as a university, want our students to be able to get in and, and very, uh, very methodically matriculate to graduation. So uh, we, uh, we ser are serious about the return of the four-year school being four years, right? Not, oh, it's a four-year institution, but that could be six years, right? I, you know, um, I'm not gonna, here to say that that doesn't happen, right? But I'm here to say our goal is to stop that as much as possible from happening. But what I'll tell you that we've enjoyed is that uh, for now years, um, our students, the ones that start out in the open option program, are beating the rest of the university's general population to time to graduation. So it's not about taking a semester and going, okay, I'm relinquishing the fact that I'm gonna be a four and a half year student because I'm gonna take the first half year to figure this out. It's actually speeding up the process. Because remember, the classes they're in count, no matter what they pick, and they're methodically figuring out. So one of those things I always tell, I tell all my students, uh, and probably students who never will be my students, every human being uh, at some point will have moments of self-doubt. So whether it's the students in my class or they're going through this program or others, if you've gone through a methodical process, 
we just talk back through the process when they're having those moments of doubt, whether that's a particular class is stretching their brain or somebody says something about uh, you know their choice and it, it causes them to think, right? We're, we're all in the same boat, we're all humans, we're all gonna have those. So we're able to talk through. If they've already gone through methodical process, it's pretty quick to get right back on track. If they didn't go through and they don't have a foundation to why they made their choice, that's when the bricks start falling, right? And so then I have students two, two and a half years in uh, going, all right, maybe I should have done this two years ago, but I'm gonna do it now. Um, and so all of a sudden now um, they're, they're actually taking much longer to graduate. So I would say the number one, uh, by the way, it's three and a half months. Uh, that's our, uh, our actual data. Every time a student changes a major, it adds three and a half months. Uh, uh, and that's actual raw data, um, uh, you're right? Three and a half months to their time to graduation. So if I go methodically and I figure this out the first time, I am not gonna be in that, in that, in that population that goes, okay, I'm gonna add this three and a half months, which by the way, roughly works out to a semester every time, right? Sure. Uh, and so that's a huge, um, that's a huge benefit is, uh, of the program. That's probably the biggest one. The other is, uh, again, that foundation I, I'm talking about, you will know why you chose, uh, not just I got into this and stuck with it but I'm not really sure I even want to do that. And I've had students, as a, again, as a career consultant, we're here to serve all of our students, so I don't want that ever to be a, you know, like, oh, they only serve open option. Um, I have students post-graduation come to me and go, I heard you might be able to help me uh, because I got in this, stuck with it, but I knew about a year and a half ago this isn't what I wanted to do. So what can I now do with this degree? Well, you know, when you start talking about the time to graduation, the cost to getting a degree, I want that to do for me what I want it to do for me, not try to morph a square peg into a round hole somehow, right? Mm -hmm. um, I, I always think even, even selection of a college, my best advice to students is it's like buying a car, right? College is a vehicle that's going to take you from point A to point B. All right, so point A is high school, tradition, right? traditionally speaking, and point B is a cool career doing something. You're buying a vehicle, right? So what you think about first is what's my budget, right? What can I afford? What are they gonna give me? What's that trade-off? What's the bottom line, right? And then that vehicle has gotta take me where I want it to take me, otherwise why would I buy it? After that, it's how cool do you feel driving this thing? And that's why we really would want to get students on, not only interested in this program, but on campus and see the cool things that this university can provide to them because that's about how do you make the choice uh, uh, you know, of, of where you're going. Again, the open option program allows you to make all those choices. Um, Paris, uh, I don't think you're going to find this program uh, anywhere else. Google it. Sure. Ken, I, uh, as you know, I'm one of the admissions reps here on campus, and so when I'm introducing students to our different 150 programs right. and the open option program, I mentioned, you know, you said uh, three to four times is the average number of major changes. Mm -hmm. Well, I was that guy, and I was here long before this program came about, and so I explained to them, I go, this program will help you figure it out quicker, whereas my way of trying to figure it out was I took some courses in this one semester, some courses in that one semester. Mm -hmm. I said, now fortunately for my parents, I was paying for school. There, a lot of the students now, their parents are helping them and right. don't want to take 10 years to get a degree like I did. Right, So. right, it, that's, and that's so true. And, 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 and perhaps, uh, you know, 
if we're talking back, if we go back uh, to, you know, predate us, you know, if I went to college in the 60s and 70s, um, last century, right? <laughs> uh, so that, that honestly, it was a very reasonable way, uh, you know, it was not that expensive. I could go find myself, right? Mm -hmm. that, that's, that's no longer the deal. I want to know what's the price tag? What are you going to do to not only uh, prepare me for that that uh, career field, but I also want to know, um, you know, the things beyond the classroom um, that you're going to help me to make my resume stand out and be the one that employers go, oh, we got to talk to this person. So we also um, partner again. Once you've made the decision, we partner very closely again with the career center. And, and making sure we're going, okay, if you really want to be highly competitive, then how do you, how do you then get yourself in at least two different experiential opportunities? You know, internships is what most people call them, but they, they change. I mean, if I'm in education, that could be student teaching. You know, there's all kinds of different uh, types of experience, but you've got to get relevant experience on your on your resume. Otherwise, uh, you know, the parents out there who are, might be listening to this, you wouldn't hire your own son or daughter if they had nothing relevant on the resume for what it is you wanted to hire them for. So we need to get that. I also call it my third grade philosophy. All right, I'm, I'm filled with uh, philosophies and, and what have you, but the bottom line is this. My favorite thing to do in third grade was kickball. Right. And one thing I know for sure that I never once did when I went to recess and out on the playground is collected resumes to see who could play, right? No, I knew who my friends were, I knew who could play, and I knew who couldn't when you pick accordingly. That works when you're eight, and it works when you graduate. I, so my goal also is to get those students uh, in front of those prospective employers during their freshman year so that then they are starting to develop a four-year relationship with their prospective employers and they, that person knows who they are. They're not just a piece of paper. But the piece of paper is so important and what you have on there is so important. Awesome. If you're bringing more than 15 or you already earned more than 15, you're transferring in with more than 15, then uh, we have to um, uh, uh, work through this process and get you in a major by the end of the first semester. And again, that goal is to keep you on track to graduate in four years, right? That's what that's in place for, and that's what's approved uh, uh, as, I guess, policy in the catalog. Um, there's a few other determining factors, but honestly, um, that's any. So currently, uh, right now, I'm, I'm teaching on one, of, uh, one of the courses. Um, uh, what uh, I have two students that are, one's a continuing student, one's a transfer student, the rest are incoming freshmen. So give you an idea, it's, uh, uh, and both of the uh, continuing and transfer are sophomores. So um, uh, we have had juniors and seniors, but the, the higher you go into a program, the less uh, we have those students jumping into ours. Um, you know, it's just, be, just at that, that point, uh, the amount of credit hours they've earned, sometimes it doesn't make sense. Because what we have to do, let's say you've been uh, in school for two years and you're coming up on 60 credit hours. I can no longer now guarantee that this next semester is going to be all classes that count. That's, the, that's, the, that's kind of the hitch. You know, when you come in brand new, it's pretty easy to do. Uh, but if you come in and you already have 60, uh, some of the questions we might ask is, do you have some options in mind instead of completely open 
and then we look at what those programs look like and what options we could put you in class-wise that fits all of those uh, to move you forward. It's a little bit more of a, uh, of a guess than it is a science at that point. But um, uh, we're going to do our best. We've been, again, doing this, uh, I, I've been doing it for 20 years. Uh, and, uh, you know, between uh, myself and our other career counselors, we have more than 100 years experience of this. So we've seen a student or two. Sure. <laughs> um, and, uh, and so we trust that we're going to use our best um, judgment to get you in classes that we believe will count unless you just completely go a different direction uh, at that point. Awesome. Ken, any other questions that I didn't ask you today that uh, no. kind of jump out at you? You know, I I, I appreciate the opportunity uh, to you know share with you on this program, but um, honestly, uh, and I think you got an invite to come to campus uh, for sure uh, in the middle of this uh, podcast. Um, come down, check out the university. I'd love to visit with you more about this program. All you have to do when you're filling out the um, visit is say, I'm uh, open option, and uh, we will definitely meet face-to-face uh, or virtually at that particular uh, point, your choice. Um, and, uh, and yeah, it's a great way to start college um, and not feel like you have to have everything figured out uh, when you're 17, 18 years old. Excellent. Ken, thanks for joining us today. Absolutely. I would appreciate your time. Mm-hmm.